you, Freddy's coming for you. You know why they sing that? Because that's when he comes for you. In your dreams. You're lucky to be alive. Who is he? He's a child murderer that some parents from around here burned alive. Then he came back. Oh, back for revenge in our nightmares. Funny no one ever oh, told us. Okay, thank you. Huh? No. You want some free advice? Coffee. Make friends with it. Mark! That's enough. You're scaring her. What is this movie? 2003, made in 2002. Were there energy drinks back then, Drew? If Monsters, they did, Red that's Bulls? like Freddy's kryptonite. Because yeah. you make this movie now, like people will just be hopped up on I Monster, can, Rockstar. Can, listen, Fred, I can stay up all night, baby. You're <laughs> yeah. not getting inside my head. Give me some Monsters. Give me that case. Give me that case of orange. Yeah. You just get to subscribe and save from yeah. Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Freddy, Freddy can't, Freddy can't deal with subscribe and scrape. Amazon. I'll, I'll Monsters, say this too baby. about the scene. This guy is the best actor of the movie. Just give me he more is. of this guy. I wish He's we had guy. more of him. Poor guy. And who else was good? His dead brother in the bathtub. He was. He was great. He yeah. was, it's a shame. It's yeah. a shame that he wasn't in it more. I I wish we got more of he, him. He looked like Freddy, even though it was he his did. face. And he sounded like Seth Rogen trying to, impre- trying to impersonate Freddy. <laughs> if you remember was that, that scene. On, was that on purpose, you think? The way they, they, they made him look and sound like Freddy? I feel... I don't know. That's, that's the guy's face, though. They didn't change his face. But his they cast him. Maybe they casted it. him. They did cast him. They knew what they were doing. They did. It was on purpose. They knew. <laughs> so <laughs> this is episode 141. If you are new to the show, this is The Last Row Podcast. Welcome back to all the new... Well, welcome to all new listeners. And welcome back to all of our, our regulars. This is episode 141, as I mentioned. I'm Drew. I'm here with Badway. If you're looking for our website, check us out, thelastrowpodcast.com. Follow us on all the social channels. At the last row pod is our handle. Twitter, X, Facebook, Instagram. Check us out on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. And if you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving us a five-star review. Actually, just do it, please. Yep. Thank and, you to everyone yeah. that's done so, so far. Show up at our MySpace. Check out our Zanga. All that good stuff. <laughs> Zanga. <laughs> Man, we're really showing our age. Zanga, I haven't heard that one in a long time. Freddie versus Jason August 13th, 2003. I know where you were when this movie I was, was released. I was in midnight. I, I yep. was with you, actually, yep. wasn't I? Midnight screening. Left side, Freddy. Right side, Jason. Who's Who you got? This was an <laughs> do you event. Remember what, do you remember what side we picked? I don't we remember. Right side, Jason. I probably made you guys go right side, Jason. Uh, I don't remember what side. I think we were. You Look, can't side with a pedophile. Yeah, we can't, be, we can't be rooting for a pedophile. And the people on the left, how dare they? You're, yeah, you, you can't root for that. It's not yeah. possible. Jason just misunderstood. Yeah. This was an event movie. The movie stinks, but it was also awesome. Better in the early 2000s. We'll get to that later. Agreed. Uh, Runtime, one hour, 38 minutes, just about right. Yeah. Well, you could have wrapped it up in less than eight minutes. Yeah. Maybe maybe they could have got down, down to 90, I feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, horror slash slasher, directed by Ronnie Yu. <laughs> what you know about Ronnie Yu, Drew? I think I know that he hasn't done much, and I know that he forced one of the actresses to do a nude scene well, against her will know, in this, which is a you know, major you know. violation. Listen, you're not going to talk crap on Ronnie Yu because Ronnie he directed Yu. one of my favorite horror comedies of all time, which is Drew. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? I don't. You don't know. Bride of Chucky. Come on, he did Bride Wait, of Chucky. He did Bride of Chucky. He did Bride of Chucky. He did. All right. I didn't. All right. Yeah. I'll give him credit. Mm-hmm. No, no. Was there any nude scenes in that? Doll scenes? 
Oh well, I mean, actually, new, actually there new dolls. no wait was the I think the new doll scene was in Seed. Seed, right? There might have been. There might have. been. I can't remember. If there's a seed, there's new. I mean, that's not why I remember Bride of Chucky is for the new dolls. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> was over here playing yeah. with his toys naked. Yeah, but the guy definitely has a style like the blues and the reds that he uses yeah. in this movie. It's like it's very much apparent in Bride of Chucky. Bride of Chucky was a couple years before this too, so. I saw that um, James Wan was supposed to direct this, but he did Saw instead. Do you think this would have been different with James Wan? Because he's been, got a very different style. Yeah, I think it would have been more serious and a little darker. I, I, not every, you can't make a Freddy movie super serious. It's got to be jokey jokey, but I think it would have been a little darker. Sure. Probably better. Because this, but this movie's stylish though. And like in a, in a campy 2003 way that kind of fits, fits the era. And Saw wouldn't have been anywhere near what it was without James Wan, I don't think. That was no, a very yeah. specific style. Mm-hmm. And plus, like, he made that movie on, like, on, with, like, no Shoe money. string budget. Yeah, he made, he, made, he made it with no money. He made it work, yeah. so. Imagine if they handed him a bunch of money and said, here's Freddie and Jason. Oh, who man. Knows, who knows what he could have done? He'd yeah. be doing Aquaman. That's, that's yeah. what basically what he did, right? Like, it's, wait, wait, it's which epic. Aquaman? Uh, James Cameron's Aquaman? <laughs> the, or The one he did. <laughs> the new one. <laughs> or his Aquaman. Like, imagine, because I feel like, could you imagine James Wan? They would have had, like, scenes of them in hell with, like, all kinds of demons and stuff, yeah. which is pretty cool. It yeah. would have been awesome. But oh, that's that new James Wan, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, IMDb, 5.7 out of 10. Probably about right. It's probably about right. It's pretty fair. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 42%. I thought it'd be lower because the yeah, it's do. not a film. It's not a film. It's a movie. But it, it's what people wanted, but they yeah. didn't get maybe what they wanted. Yeah. So it's probably about right. Definitely a, where a user score is higher than a critic score. Metacritic sure. 37%, which just uh, disproved my theory. And Letterbox <laughs> 2.7 out of 5. I'll take anything over half. So I'm surprised that it wouldn't be higher just because I feel like this is one of those types of movies that... Maybe if you got the Freddie and Jason fans watching this, but I don't. Maybe the mm. Freddie and Jason fans didn't like it. I, I don't know because I'm uh, I'm a casual yeah. slasher yeah. fan. Mm-hmm. So I think anything over over two and a half is a win for this movie for Letterboxd. Sure. I mean, it, it passes the test of sure. did you like it? Yes, is a good no. But having said that, me also, I'm not a super. I'm like I am not a Freddie fan. Like I've seen a couple of his movies. I've seen all the Jasons. A lot of them are really bad. Yeah. A couple are a couple are pretty good, but this movie is a far more entertaining than much of the later Freddy and Jason movies. You know I, what I mean, yeah, I could say that. I haven't seen all of them. Yeah, you know, I've seen a lot of the this, originals, but this is a lot more palatable for a casual viewer of horror or Freddy and Jason than like Jason Goes to Hell, which is a piece of crap, or you know, New Nightmare. Yeah. Not New Nightmare. New Nightmare is actually a good movie. Uh, Freddy's Dead. You know, some, but I, some bad movies. I feel like they did that on purpose because you've got to rope in the casuals that yeah. are going to maybe go to the fan, to the, to the film because it's like, Oh, it's an event film, right? It's yeah. an event. Yeah. It's an it incident is, it's an and an yeah. event. It's, it's an incident film. It's definitely an incident of, you know, when, when yeah. Freddie comes back to Elm street mm. and it's, it's, it was interesting, right? Cause you got to rope those fans in. Like, I remember like you, you mentioned, right? It's an event film. It's like, this yeah. is a title fight. And, yeah. and the first time you get it, it's kind of like AVP, that kind right. of thing. Exactly. So what's this movie about, Drew? Two horror icons face off in this supernatural movie. Disfigured serial killer Freddy Krueger, who attacks his victims in their dreams. I got to read that again. In their dreams. (laughs) Has lost much of his power since citizens of his town have become less afraid of him. I don't know. I I feel like they're totally afraid of him to the point where they got to like stop 
mentioning him. Yeah, they forgot about him yeah. on purpose because yeah. of how afraid because of they how were. afraid they are of him. It's like they're not currently afraid. Yeah. <laughs> Enlisting the help of fellow violent murderer Jason Voorhees, Freddy orchestrates a new killing spree. However, in the hockey mask-wearing psychopath won't stop chopping up Freddy's intended victims, the two ghouls start to battle each other. <laughs> I, love, I love the word ghouls. I Are think, they ghouls? No, they're not. They're ghouls. They're, they're, they're not traditional ghouls. Maybe Freddy's a ghoul because he's more of a ghost, but yeah. like, I don't know. I feel like Jason is, a, is like a physical manifestation of this yeah. like body. And I like, isn't it interesting because, you know, you think about movies that we did in the past, like Angels in the Outfield, like Ooh. the exact opposite, right? Like you got to believe, you yeah. got to believe so the angels can, can yeah. win the pennant, right? Yeah. You got to believe in Freddy so that he he murders your life so he murders and takes you, your family yeah. away. So it's like the yeah. reverse. It's the opposite of of believing and yeah. knowing, you know? You, you don't want to believe. I just think it's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. We, we have to talk about the powers later. We'll get into mm-hmm. that. In, in la, true last row fashion, we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Taglines. There's a lot, so I'm just going to kind of rapid fire these. We'll go through them and just, just give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Okay. All right. Ready? Freddy versus Jason. The slicer. The dicer. And this time, they're not any nicer. Okay. I like it, but no. No. <laughs> Freddy versus Jason. Place your bets. Yep, that makes sense. I like it. <laughs> a Nightmare on Elm Street meets Friday the 13th, literally. Pretty standard, but it's not bad. A Fright to the Death. No. Winner kills all. Okay. Evil will battle evil. Boring. <laughs> Even a killer has something to fear. When the son of a hundred maniacs battles an unstoppable killing machine, none will survive. Too long. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, Jason's at your door. Cute, but no. I kind of like Slicer and the Dicer. I kind of like Slicer and the Dicer. I feel like, I don't know, Place Your Bets is pretty good. That's a good one, too. Yeah. Eh, That's that's okay. Well, I would would gamble on Jason minus 120. You know what? Put a stack on it. New Line Cinema placed a $30 million gamble on this with uh, (laughs) with an estimated budget Mm. of 30 mil. Do you think they they returned their investment? It, it, they, looks, like, they, it looks like they had a sweet parlay. To turn what. back with, with the, what's I don't know what the line was, but 116 mm. mil of return. Like this was, it was an incident and it was a a event, as we said. It yeah. was come place your bets. It's what the people wanted. It's what the people wanted. They and wanted they were to asking see it. for it forever, and it finally happened. The two new line cinema ghouls, as they say, <laughs> come clashing together. Yeah, when you said earlier when Freddy orchestrated a new killing spree, I thought you said <laughs> nude killing spree. A nude earlier. killing spree, not something. <laughs> Let me think about that. Let me What's ask you a question. Movie? Let me ask you a question. Do you find it? All right, this is this might be a little personal, but all right, we'll, we'll try it. Do you are do you do you at all find in horror movies if the person gets killed while nude, is that like alluring? Or no, is that is that is that not sexy? It's offensive. It's, it's like, offensive. You'd rather you'd rather them have clothes on. Yeah, because when you're just laying there naked and dead, yeah. like it's pathetic, right? Yeah, it's like, pathetic. Yeah. Let me put some. Let me let me put some pants on first. Let me get what, some socks on. Well, what was the guy in? I'm thinking about was it Out for Justice or Mark for Death with uh the was it Freddie Fingers? I forgot the guy's name when he had the little banana. Oh, hammock, and he had the little like the, banana hammock speedo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that was got, pathetic. He got thrown through the mirror. Right. Yeah. And he, he was just, like he just with got, the hookers. He got destroyed. He's with the Huas and, <laughs> yeah. and he was there yeah. and he just yeah. looked pathetic. Like 
if they he had, had more, they had more clothes on than he did. Yes. Now, if he had a, a shirt on and pants while he got yeah. murdered, mm-hmm. you'd almost kind of feel a little bad for him. It's like, yeah. all right, you know. But he was mm-hmm. so vulnerable. He was <laughs> Not nude. fair. Not even fair. He wasn't like he didn't even have a jeans to maybe yeah. like help mm-hmm. the the knife or something, right? Like yeah. these guys, like the guy that got got killed in the bed when it got yeah. crunched on him. It's pathetic, right? Like his 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 junk's probably all flapping out, hanging mm. around. Like I mean, it could be exposed to to choppage. Yes, right? you don't want to see that. Yeah. I feel like it's pathetic. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like okay. it. Glad. <laughs> so, uh, I there's a bunch of awards for this, right? This thing, you know, Fangoria and all these other ones. The ones that we care about, as as the regular listeners know, let's go Teen Choice Awards. Bad way. Mm. This thing lost. Of Choice Thriller, the nominees were Dawn of the Dead, Gothica, Butterfly Effect, which is what we've done on this show, Van Helsing, Underworld, Secret Window. The winner of this was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. The Jessica Biel one. That was a really good movie. That's a good movie. That was a a good that was a good remake. Actually, Dawn of the Dead is probably Dawn of the Dead's great. I'm pretty sure that's isn't that Zack Snyder too? I'm pretty sure. I yeah, like that so. movie a lot. And, but you know. listen to this murderer's row of 2002 ass movies. This right? was that time. I feel yeah. like, and we got to come back to this because I, I don't want to forget. So when we're done with these, I want to talk about 2003 as a year because I, I feel like this has a feel to it. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you're right. And Secret Window, like, I don't know, you stole my story. <laughs> That's such a <laughs> weird movie. And then it's uh, it also lost in another category for the category was choice movie your parents didn't want you to see. Again, Dawn of the Dead, Euro Trip, fan favorite of mine, Kill Bill Volume 2, The Girl Next Door, another last row favorite, Ooh. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Scary Movie 3, and it lost to one of my all-time favorites mm-hmm. of all time, American Wedding. But let me ask you this, though. I mean, at this point of like the, the target audience of American Wedding, right? aren't the parents seeing this movie they at are, this time? Probably. It's not, the, it's not the teens anymore. Well, I guess what American Pie... One came out and I don't even remember. Was it 99? 99 or 97? I don't know. I don't don't even remember. But at this point, we're in college. It's like, you know, F you, dad. You're not telling me what to watch. Yeah, that's true. I guess they're probably going with you because it's like, all right, it's kind of funny because it's like, you know, American Pie is the the new age animal house and all that. But, But especially American Wedding, it's like, I wonder, like, do high school, did high school students want to watch American Wedding? Probably not. You know what I mean? Like, even Maybe though it's like, not. yeah, it's like hijinks and it's a funny movie and all that, but it's like, I don't know. They didn't grow up with American Pie. They can appreciate American Pie, but like now that the American Pie characters are older, is it True. less appealing to a, a, a fresh, nubile teenager? Yeah, whereas a teen is probably going to go see Euro Trip instead exactly. or Kill Bill because it's, oh, it's cool. It's Tarantino. Yeah. It's super or, violent. Or Freddy vs. Jason. Scary yeah. Movie 3, same thing. Yeah. Girl Next Door, oh, it's got a porn star. So it's right. a girl from 24. She mm-hmm. plays a porn star. Like that's, you know, people are going to want to watch that, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I, I think you're right. I mean, again, there was some other stuff. I don't want to gloss over the fact that, you know, this was Robert England's last performance as, as, as Freddy. Then he retired outside of like some cons and stuff like that. But I do want to talk to you about this movie in 2003. You mentioned this was a murderer's row. I had this weird thing that I was thinking about when I was watching this in that this is definitely an era. And Mm -hmm. when you're in 2003, like 1980 feels so old and everything feels so dated. And there's this thing about nostalgia and the fact that everything comes back, comes back around, right? Yeah. So this style of movie coming back around, like 2003 to me feels older in some ways from a stylistic standpoint 
than 1980 in some ways. And I know that makes no sense logically, mm-hmm. no. but there's a feel about it, right? Where mm-hmm. the 80s are sort of coming back, like synthwave is back, all the, the 80s vibes and the 80s feel. Whereas this is kind of like, oh, did you need to use so many of those special effects? It didn't really look that good. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, the things and the sayings and the the, the styles, like the Kelly Rowland's hair. Yeah, like the the lighting, like the, the, yeah. the dr- drastic lighting choices. Right. And yeah. what, we were in just going to college at this time in 2003, mm-hmm. right? Graduating. Yeah. I graduated high school then yeah. and we were going to, to, to college. But it, it has that feel to me. Now, it doesn't feel that long ago, but when you watch it, I'm like, man, this kind of looks dated, doesn't it? Kind of looks dated, and yeah. in these older movies, you sort of have an appreciation. Did you get that when you watched this? Did it did it feel that way? It, I if, I mean, if you showed me this movie in a vacuum, I could I can name you the the year between two thousand two and two thousand four, <laughs> right? It's you like, do it screams it right, and I, I, yeah, I I agree with your sentiment. It, it, I feel like there's a lot more originality in eighties movies, like it, like stylistically speaking. Not 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 even talking about story. I'm talking about like you know directors' uh, choices special effects, things like that. Or yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these movies do feel cookie cutter. Like if you think about a movie like this and movie like underworld and Gothica, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, they all kind of, they look blue, don't they? They all look blue. They're, they're darker. They're, like, like not just like, not thematically, just literally the, the screen, it's darker. It's like a dark blue yeah, hue over all these movies. Yeah. Color graded. I don't know the word for it. There, there was a very deliberate, like stylistic, like, mm-hmm. Stylistic style, yeah, stylistic <laughs> you know style. I mean? yeah. <laughs> but but I, I agree with you completely, and it's like weird, especially also. I feel like at this time, horror movies were hot, and it was like this thing of oh, you got to go to the movies with your your friends, and you got to check out the latest slasher. Mm. Like we talked yeah. about this with you know from ninety nine, I think to the mid two thousands with you know I know what you did last summer. Those types of movies, these things making a recurrence, and then the the endless remakes of all of these slasher films, like they they came back. And yeah. I think it was a product of its time. But I have to say, like you said it earlier, is it good? No. Did you like it? Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> this is not a good movie, right? Like it's no. not very good, is it? Especially watching it this time, the acting drew. The acting. I know there are small parts, but we can do better than this. The whole crew. Who was except- the worst? Jeez. Um, the boyfriend that was in the yeah. mental home, John Ritter's son. Yeah, you told me it was John Ritter's son. It blew my mind. <laughs> and I thought it was I thought it was like James Marsden's, you know, less lesser talented brother. <laughs> he looks like him, doesn't he? Yeah. I kept thinking, man, this guy looks kind of like a poor man's James Marsden. Yep, he's very thing. famous now, though. Like, mm. I guess he's in a lot of like sitcoms and TV shows. And uh, did stuff. he? Did he improve? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently, he was bad. Yeah, awful. But yeah, a lot of them. Uh, honorable mention goes to the father of the friend of the guy who died first. I don't yeah. know how be- I don't know how better to describe that. <laughs> the father he, he had the one friend. line. He walked in, yelled at his son, and walked away. It was yeah. terrible. Oh, you're not I drinking again, you. are you? <laughs> my friend just died. Leave me alone. Get off my effing back. It was pretty bad. I I feel like I don't know, man. I I just feel like the way that they the direction that they got. I don't want to yeah. say that they're bad because they're not talented. It, it's yeah. just like, how do you act in this movie? Like, but like they're not even there. Yeah. They're, they're set pieces. So like the main girl, like not, I call her not Brittany Murphy, right? She looks like her, doesn't she? Yeah. Not, not James Murphy. Marsden. Yeah, not, not Brittany, Brittany Murphy, Murphy and not James Marsden. I don't, they're not very likable to me. Kelly Rowland <laughs> on purpose was a bad person. Yeah. So it's was. like you root for her death and all that. 
Um, and she had a good death because she got to like dress down Freddie before Jason got her. I like that, that too. Um, not likable, you know, the girl in the, in the baseball cap, not likable because she's drunk all the time. Gib, you know, like, I think her name was. Yeah. Like, who are we rooting for in this movie? You know, nobody. Like, I'm I don't think for the, you're rooting for anybody. The pipsqueak friend of, of not James Marsden was the best actor. He's the guy I rooted for and he, he died too soon. He should that, have been there at the end. I liked that guy, but you know who I also liked? Speaking of Girl Next Door, what's his name? The, yeah, the friend from the Girl Next Door. Yeah, the not Paul Dano. Yeah, not, <laughs> not Paul Dano. <laughs> I feel bad. Like, I don't want to relegate him. I think his name is Chris Marquette. But he's good. He's good. Actor. He's good. Yeah, like, he yeah. was really good, but he didn't, he wasn't in it enough. Not no, Paul Dano. Yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry if you're listening to this podcast chris marquette but it's you're right though you're right yeah. and it was just it was odd i think his name was charlie or something linderman mm. or something right linderman yeah linderman. yeah that is his last name yeah you gotta have a linderman you gotta have a geek you gotta have a geek oh then, no, there's not, right. then there's not jay from jay and silent bob that's right not and jay then, and then in the in the um in the cornfield there was not jack black yeah not jack black that should have yeah. been Man, if this was t- 10 years earlier, yeah. it could have been Jack Black. It yeah. was Jack Black's, you know, maybe nephew or something. Yeah. But I agree with you. Yeah, the acting was bad. And, they, you know, you're obviously not going to the movie to watch them. And I think they were just, again, they're vessels. I hate to bring this word yeah, up again. Vessels. But, oh, you know, vessels. are you the vessel of the girl? I guess. Yeah. And and you know what's funny? And I wanted to say this to you because I want to, is this offensive to you? So I was mm-hmm. looking this up and I was thinking about like the reception of this movie because the audience score is obviously probably higher than the critical score, but I saw the two actresses that you mentioned, the, the not Brittany Murphy and then the red hat girl. They yeah. both had this thing where they, they were talking about how I saw that, that it was on IMDb. So take it for what you will. It said, uh, Keenan, Kina, Monica Kina, who played the girl, not Brittany Murphy yeah. thought the screenplay was terrible and that she only really signed on for the money and to raise her profile. And mm-hmm. the other girl with the red hat had this whole thing where, Apparently she had agreed with Ronnie Yu where they were not going to do a nude scene and she had a no nudity clause in her contract. And then back, he went back on it and repeatedly tried to pressure her to get nude, Yeah, which is such a creepy thing to do in sure. my opinion. Sure. Very creepy. And I guess they wound up using a body double. But then you also had Kelly Rowland who defends the film and said, hey, this thing was a hit. She liked making it and she had nothing to be ashamed about. Okay. I feel personally you got to handle it like Kelly Rowland did. Like you yeah. got to own it, man. Okay. Like what have, is your, what are your thoughts on this? I have strong thoughts because my thoughts are who the F are you? Yes. That's my thoughts. Who too. are you? Monica Kina, not Brittany Murphy and hat girl. Yep. Because who are you before and who are you after? And I'm not trying to be a jerk about, you know, who are you, right. not in good, you're not in good movies, but don't, don't trash what put money on your table. All yes. right. That's how right? I feel. Like, you know, it's Freddy versus Jason. It's not about you. It's about it's Freddy and Jason. in my opinion. Don't do the movie. Oh, but you want to do the movie because, oh, you, do you want money and fame? Oh, then yep. you do the movie. So don't complain about it afterwards. You know, you know what you signed up for. And Kelly Rowan, let me tell you, she appreciates it. I agree. Because she's trying to get into the business. Right. Very, very talented singer, you know. She appreciates, she, she respects the business. Why trash, I, the, why trash the movie that gave her a chance to get into Hollywood? Yeah. Dare I say she was also the best actress in this film, too? Yeah. She was great. I thought yeah. she was really good. Yeah. And I agree with you. You know why? Like, you know why she's better? Because she probably had a better attitude about it during that's, the movie. That's my thought, right? Like, and if you're a director, right? Like, look, I'm going to take the take the whole nudity thing out of it. Like, uh, maybe we don't talk about her. But, like, if you're an actor or an actress in this movie, like, if you if you think you're above the movie, then don't do it. 
Like yeah. that's my perspective. I know everybody needs a job, but if you feel so bad about it, you're going to trash it. Like it's one thing if you signed on for something and then it becomes something else. But I, I feel like, you know, I don't like the trashing of the film. Like we know yeah. it's not a good movie, but I don't think yeah. anyone came in here thinking this was going to win an Oscar. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. Yeah, we all opinion. know what it is. It's not about any of the humans on the screen. It's about the two ghouls, as they say. That's the thing. You're you're here to yeah. run away and scream. Yeah, like you're there. Or you're there, yeah. be chased, get murdered, or be murdered. Yeah, or get flipped yeah. up in a bed in between. Yeah. You know, right. like the guy yes. that he got his, yeah. his his balls ripped off, probably. Yeah. So, and as far as the nudity thing goes, yeah, Ronnie Yu's a creep for pressuring this poor girl. He what? But if if the scene calls for nudity, then <laughs> Use the double. Use the stunt boobs. You don't pressure the girl to do the nudity until she says, no, 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 no. Get away from me, you creep. Just just from step one, use the stunt boobs. But what's, so what are the, what is, what is the ethics of that? Because people will think that you are nude. Yeah, so do you well, need the agreement to, to I use? I don't know if you need the agreement for stunt boobs. But maybe you do because she had maybe the thing in do. her claws. Because it's like, oh, hey, you could say, oh. Let's say you're you're nude in a movie, or you're not mm. nude in a movie, and, and then yeah. they show you, and it's like, oh, I saw a bad way. I see he was yeah. nude in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, but you're like, I didn't okay. do that. It wasn't me. It was a well, I, I guess like that's that's got to be in the fine print, I suppose. That's why she had a contract, no nudity clause. No, no nudity, but like you didn't like we're not showing you nude. <laughs> well, it's not my fault if they assume it's you. It's just some girl in a shower. I don't know. But they don't want to. They face. don't want to think that it's you. So is it implied it's nudity it's just creepy. as creepy as yeah. as regular? Look, nudity. I'm not trying to like be on the side of the creep or anything like that. <laughs> All I'm saying is he's anti. Is that like you put a contract in front of an actress, right? And she's like, okay, do you want to do the movie? Yes. Do you want to be nude? No. No. Well, the scene calls for nudity. So if you won't do the nudity, we still want you in the movie, but we're going to have a stunt a stunt body double. That, is that, that okay means agreement. You? Is that okay with you? No, then you're not in the movie. Is that okay with you? Yes. Then here we go. Let's play. I I, I guess I could see what you're saying. I think if it's mm. if the agreement was there and they went back on it, then that's where I think she has a right. But I also think she shouldn't trash the movie because it's like, oh, this movie is a piece of crap. It's like you're that, in the movie or you're not. We can have an hour long ethical discussion about yeah. if she did not give consent, but it's legal to have to have a stunt body double. Like, is that cool or not? We I could, think that, it's that not could cool. be a, that could be a whole thing. Yeah, we, right. we we should probably not lose listeners over it, but I would say yeah. that I don't think that they should have done it unless she agreed. Ethically, no, legally, yes, but there's a lot of gray agreed. area that like we don't have time to discuss. I agreed. Let's yeah. talk about this movie as a whole. And uh, you know, Freddie wasn't nude, fortunately for us, I guess. Well, so let me shrivel <laughs> up we saw. Little, little dick. Freddie yeah, I don't even Cooper. know if it, maybe it burned off. I don't know. Yeah. But let's let's set this up. So why are these two guys even fighting? Like what, what is the reason that they're here? How did they, everyone's been thinking about this since 1980, I guess people wanted this or whatever the year was. Why are they even together? So Freddie needs to get some respect put back in his name, right? It's been too long. I forgot who done it. (laughs) Just imagine if like all of a sudden no one remembered who Michael Jordan was. Yeah. You know, it's kind of Michael Jordan. There. He'd be pretty pissed, right? <laughs> he took it. People be like greatest of all time: Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. Michael Jordan be like, what the hell? I'm, I'm right th- here. I'm still alive. He thinks that now. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so Freddie's got to get the respect put back on his name. How do I do that? Let me incept the second to him, second greatest killer of all time, Jason Voorhees. Let me use his his, his puny little brain to take an attack on 1428 Elm street to get people to think that Freddie did these murders, even though flipping a bed 
sandwiching a bed the way it doesn't bend is not a Freddy move. It's not his MO. He that's, that's, do a that. J, that's a Jason strength move, by yeah. the way. So definitely. Yeah. It's got his fingerprints all over it. Yeah. So, but but still, like that's the thing. Like, oh, what happened on Elm Street again? Is this Freddy? We can't say Freddy. Don't say Freddy. Shh, don't yeah. say Freddy. The kids don't know. Don't say Freddy. <laughs> so that's the plan. There's to get people thinking Freddy's back. Enough people think Freddy's back. Freddy get the dreams. Freddy gets the power back. It's a good plan. It is. And if we were if we were to villain scale it, it might be one of the better. It might be a five plans. plans. It, it worked too. It worked to perfection. Why are they fighting? Well, Jason got a little too kill happy and Freddie gets jealous. Yeah. Right? He, he can't share the spotlight with yeah. anybody. Now that Michael Jordan's back in the spotlight, all of a sudden Scottie Pippen scoring all the buckets. Come on. <laughs> can't have that. Get in your lane, Jason. You can't have this that. This is Freddie's time. Yeah. It's his and time to shine. And that's why they're fighting. And Jason's like, I don't know why you're fighting me, but we'll fight if you want to fight. <laughs> Jason I just, think, Jason's just looking to chop up some teens. He's a machine. He just, he mm. just wants to kill. He's a very like simple, uh, approach to things. Like he's he like has, an, he's like an yeah. animal. He's more yeah. of an animal than, than like a evil killer. He's an evil child, right? Where yeah. he's got, I mean, I guess he has the mind of a child cause he literally yeah. was a child at the time of his death or mm-hmm. whatever it was. Yeah. Or supposed at death. Yeah. But I like the, I, I like the move of him manipulating Jason. Did you like his technique for that? Like when yeah. he showed up as his mom. Yeah, no, it worked. He, he pushed all the right buttons, used the teen, used the naked teen who was not paying attention. Yeah. And then used the mom to where like, oh, I got to do it for my mom. That's why we're doing this. Right. So it was a perfect plan. It was a five out of five. Yeah, I, I think it, it was good. And and if you guys haven't listened, we did, I think it was two years ago at this point for Halloween. It was probably 2021, if I'm not mistaken. I don't even remember at this point. We did a Halloween villain extravaganza where we took Ooh. all Halloween villains of of really horror villains and and slasher villains and we put them through a gigantic bracket. And I feel like it's an underappreciated episode. Yeah. It's a little long, but listen to it in a couple parts and you guys not, can check it out. Not our typical villain scale. We had new categories. It was a good time. Yeah. We, we we took some time, put it together, and if you haven't heard that one, go back and listen to it. I'll put I'll put a link in the in the show notes. You guys check it out and let us know. If you want us to do more of those types of things, we we can bust that out. But you mentioned that the town forgot about about Freddy. They didn't. They didn't remember all the great work that he did. Yeah. For for murdering you know children and and all kinds of you know manipulating people in, in Elm Street in yeah. his town. Killing of the teens of his of the of the mothers and fathers that killed him. I I think there's an interesting perspective to this. So if you're a teenager and you watch this. They're trying to erase this from history, and there was some collateral damage here. What do you think of of the parents and and the town and the cops and all this stuff? Right, they had this plan to basically erase Freddie from from memory. Yeah, and and there was some things that had to happen that that were there. There was drugs involved and all kinds of stuff. Put yourself in the shoes of like that sheriff. Is that the right thing to do to to, to erase him off of the face of the earth? Yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta. What are they? What's the saying? You gotta, you gotta crack a few eggs to make an omelet, right? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta imprison a few kids for the well-being of the town for the rest of their lives. And it's, it's kind of like it's kind of thing where lesser of two sucks, evils sucks, but we gotta do it. Yeah, lesser of two evils. I think they could have treated the kids a little better. Why treat them like prisoners in that place? Just hop them up on hypnosil and give them a better life than just checkers and Uno. Yeah, you know. It, it was pretty pretty dire in, yeah. in that that facility, I feel. I don't know. Like, the kids took this sort of moral dilemma, and I feel like as you're younger, right, you're very righteous, you want to do the right thing and all that stuff. 
And I think as you get older, you start to like see these different things in the world and, and it's not very black and white. And look, I don't think what they did was the right thing, but I also don't think yeah. it was the wrong thing. It was a okay. thing that they did and it was tough. Yeah. Right? I, I, I just thought of something. Um, this is nothing yeah. to do with anything, but the two kids that the, are heroes, right? In, in the mental hospital, mm-hmm. they're put there because they were like during the generation where Freddie was popping, right? Yep. So they're like, they got to forget, right? This guy is also the boyfriend of the girl who's currently in high school. How old is this guy? And when were they dating? Yeah. How old was he? So what's go- if she has no idea who Freddie is and he knows everything about Freddie, what's going on with this relationship? Well, and they, they said it too, where it's like, oh, you know, he just disappeared one day. Like he just yeah. felt, and Kelly Rowland was trying to get, you know, the girl to be over the mm-hmm. boyfriend. I got the impression they were like eight years old at one point. Cause it's like, what, like, oh, is this like a middle school romance? Like, what is, what is it? It didn't I make just, any sense. I just feel like he was like 27 and, and she was 16. I get this, <laughs> I get this bad feeling now that like, I'm just trying to do the math in my head now. And this is not looking good for her. He's poor to Freddie. It's not, yeah, it's, it's not looking good for him. <laughs> it's not good at all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> not James Marsden <laughs> yeah, over there. Yeah. I, no, I mean, I, I look, I don't know. I mean, we, Look, this movie is so hard to talk about. I think we said it last week when we talked about Beetlejuice. It's a very visual movie. Like this movie is just Freddie and Jason fighting. Yeah. And you know, if you looked at our notes here, I don't even know where to talk about these teenagers. Like I wanted to talk about the cornfield <laughs> rave. Like, would you be seen at one of these parties? Like I, I it's pretty, you know, pretty hopping party, man. It's just like this rave in the middle of nowhere. Like it reminded me of the, when we went to one of our friends, uh, what was it not bachelor party is his graduation party and we we lined up all the cars around the volleyball court and everyone put no. the same radio station on and we just listened yeah. to the same music like that was our version of this cornfield rave like i i don't know like I, there was not much about these kids right i didn't like any of them except for the the one no. guy that was committed that was yeah. about it that was it and and the relationship was off to me so but uh, back to the back to the dad, the Sorry, dad, I got, and I, I got us off track. Yeah, no, no. Listen, it, we, it's important. We got to talk about this stuff with the dad. Like, is this a situation where the adults actually know better than the kids? Yeah, and and in a weird way, this is. Yeah, I feel like sucks to be one of the few that are locked up, but like, and they certainly could have treated him better, right? But I feel like, yeah, we got to get. We can't just have people dreaming of Freddie this whole time getting murdered. We got to stop the murder somehow. <laughs> what about hypnosil? Like, what is this stuff? It's it's supposed to suppress your dreams. Yeah. Like, I saw the dad trying to like essentially drug the girl, drug her, with her yeah, orange drug the daughter. Juice. Yeah, that was odd to me at first. I wasn't sure because they set it up to almost seem like the dad was this nefarious character. And and do you think that was by design where you're supposed yeah. to think that he not trust them, not trust them? Yeah, sure. So did he actually murder their mom? What what did you so. get from that? Because it was very ambiguous. Yeah. So. Not James Marsden said he was climbing out the window one day and he saw, <laughs> you know, you know, as as a twenty-something-year-old does to climb into his teenage girlfriend's bedroom, um, that he saw the dad with the knife over the mom, bloodied. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, your dad just killed your mom. I'm sorry to say that's why they put me away. Not true. Um, we come to find out that it was Freddie who was killing this girl's mom, and they didn't explain anything else after that, right? Which leads me to believe that Freddie was in the dream of the mom, trying to kill the mom because Freddie loves killing people at fourteen twenty eight Elm Street, right? He says <laughs> he something like, oh, "It's like I I love killing sluts from in this house or whatever he says, you know." <laughs> and I think maybe like the dad and the mom had a a plan that that they had later on too, where 
I'm going to go to sleep on purpose, try to pull Freddy into the real uh, world so I can kill him. I think that was the plan. I think that's why the dad had the knife. That's the only logical explanation yeah. why. They don't say that. They don't even hint it. They don't even like broach the subject. I, but, I didn't even get that, but that that's a really interesting way to, to think about it because I thought maybe he was like worried about her and she was freaking out or whatever, but I like your idea of trying to pull him like, out yeah, and it was yeah, there's no There's no other reason for him to have the knife, right? Yeah. It's like if, when the girl yeah, went under too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they had the similar plan. It's like a plan you do with Freddy. Let's get him out in the real world so we can kill him in real life because that's the only way you can kill him. You can't kill him in the dream world. So Let, let's talk about Freddy's plan. And and to get back into the town, and this is the whole point of what you said before, right? He he forgot about, or people forgot about him. He was he took it personally, like Jordan, yeah. <laughs> very Jordan move, I think, and, like you and, said. And I took it personally. I think it's really good. You said it was a genius plan, and it could have worked. But do you think he made a mistake thinking that he could control Jason? Yeah, I think he underestimated. And like, what did he think Jason was going to stop killing people once Freddie got got, got got popping again? Yeah. Because <laughs> how do you tell stop Jason a killer? What to do. You can trick Jason into doing something, but you can't tell him what to do. Right. There's a reason why Freddie didn't ask Jason, hey, can you please? Like, he tricked him. Do you think that Jason cared he was being tricked, or was it just one of those situations where it's like, hey, man, you no, he's, want he me just, to kill? It's like, so, okay, so Freddie put this idea in my head, but now I'm out, and I can do whatever I want. Cool. Let's do it. It's like you unleashed the, a beast. Yeah. Where's the rave at? Where's the sexy teens at? <laughs> I, w- I want to talk about their powers and, and their motivations in a second, but do you think that this was an effective way to bring them back or would you have preferred a different way? Because I had also read some of the history about this where there was different ways that they were connecting Freddie and Jason. Because this was mm-hmm. the first time outside of, I think you said the last uh, Friday the 13th where you even have some type of connection. Like there was never a literal connection outside of the end of that movie when Jason goes to hell, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Would you have preferred a different way or did you like the way that they brought them back? No, I like it. I mean, it wouldn't, you, you brought up the something about James Wan, uh, having them meet in hell. Like that would have been awesome. Right. That would have been really cool. Like that's another way, but I don't know how they get back, you know, alive, but I thought this is a pretty clean way to do it. Like of all the faults of this movie and how bad the movie is, but how also how awesome the movie is. It's a pretty clean way to get them back mm-hmm. into the real world, right? I, like I, I can't see a, a much cleaner way to do it. Well, I'm, there was. I'm, I'm no writer, so. No, I agree with you. And there was like these weird things that I saw. No, I'll let me let me say some of these, and you tell me whether you would have liked it better or not. So, in a bunch of the, so this thing has been worked on for like forever, a lot of years. There was a bunch of different twists that they were considering to do, and the one was to connect Freddie and Jason that either Freddie assaulted or had some type of encounter with Jason's mom. And as yeah. a result, he was unknowingly his dad. I, I, I don't know how you feel about that. That could have been that something. That seems <laughs> ridiculous. As, yeah. I mean, as ridiculous as, you know, a dream killer and <laughs> an 11-year-old man-child can be. Yeah. Man-child ghost. Um yeah, I'm not having that. That's too what, ridiculous. What about, so there was another one that was considered where Freddie either worked at Camp Crystal Lake in the past and either touched him in a way. Uh, so now, now you get, now you get me to think of the scene in, in the girl's dream where Freddie is the counselor. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> with a t-shirt it, on Freddie, just Freddie with a t-shirt on. It's funny so to me. funny to me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like you said it, right. It's, it's similar to Chucky. And uh, Freddie mm. is the closest to Charles Lee Ray that you're going to get in, in terms yeah. of horror adjacent villains. 
And then, so then there was this other one where either he was a child murderer or another type of sex offender and gave Jason some type of motivation to track down and, and kill Freddy. They yeah. dropped him because they were too dark and, and too contrived, which yeah. I agree with. I, I think you nailed it. It's the cleanest way to bring him back. Yeah, there's no need to bring the mother into it as far as the mother having relations with Freddy. That's just, it's too, it's like, we don't, it's too it's far. It's kind of stupid. It's like, why? It's too, it's too like long of a string. We Simple, simple is good. Simple is better. In this case. I agree. Case. Less is more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so who are you more afraid of, Freddie or Jason? From a from a pure like, if they came into your life, like if Jason was busting into your house or Freddie was in your dreams, like who who do you find more is, like is, horror inducing? Is there anything more annoying than not being able to go to sleep? No. Right. Like, let's say it's you know it's one a.m. You're sitting on the couch, you're watching TV, and you're dozing off. Now imagine that you can't doze off, like you're not allowed to doze off, and you were forced to like stop yourself from just giving in and falling asleep. That's torture. I agree with that. Right. I mean, that is sleep deprivation is yeah. literal torture, right? And now it's like, and now it's like, oh, don't go to sleep. Not, not only because you're not allowed to, but because you will be brutally murdered if you do fall asleep. <laughs> that's fear. That's terror. And that's why Freddie gets his props. Well, so who do you think you could defeat easier? Jason, because like if Freddie's only attacking you in the dream world and he's like the master of the dream world. So what do you, there's nothing you can do. Aside from having a plan to pull him out of the dream world, which requires multiple people to be awake at the same time. Yeah. And you're all inception. And you're all sleep deprived. Yeah. You need the guys from inception. You need Mm -hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hardy and and Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah. (laughs) Let me tell you this right now. If you and I were tag team in a way to pull Freddie out of the thing, don't let me be the guy who. (laughs) My sleep buddy. Yeah. Don't let me be your sleep buddy because, like, once you fall asleep, I'm going to fall asleep. And then we're both dead. <laughs> you need some type of buzzer or something like, like yeah. an inception, right? Like yeah. I feel like inception, there's some weird crossover where Freddie shows up in inception somehow. I feel yeah. like that's a movie that we never I, got that we should I feel get. like that's probably like a, I haven't seen these episodes like since like 20 years ago, but yeah. like the Simpsons Treehouse of horrors yeah. where they do like parodies sometimes of, of famous horror movies. That seems like a thing they would do like an inception crossed with Freddy Krueger type thing. They have done everything. Right? Yeah, Simpsons did it. So I, I bet they might have done it. They might have done it in the season in 57, but we know. <laughs> what What would you use from a technique standpoint? So we, we talk about sleep buddies. So you think you'd fall asleep. Like, yeah. Are there other techniques? You, you mentioned at the beginning, a case of monster. Yeah, like, just give me, give me the monster, man. But I don't know. I've never, I've never pounded monster at 2 a.m. Like at what point does it just not work anymore? <laughs> it doesn't work. You just give the yourself caffeine, a heart attack. Yeah, the caffeine just doesn't do it anymore. That's what he wants you to do. Yeah. He wants you to have heart attack. Yeah. What about some type of like, do you think a micro nap could work? Like there's, I'm thinking about all these like life hacker guys on YouTube where they're like, yeah. I'll just sleep for five minutes every two hours and you're yeah. good. You don't need to sleep ever. But again, that, that, that depends on your sleep buddy. How, how can you depend on your sleep buddy to wake you up? How, how long do you think you could survive Freddy before you'd go under? See, and you're thinking that Freddy won't adapt. Freddy's going to adapt, yeah. right? He, he's not going to play with his food when he realizes people are micro napping. He's going to get right to it. <laughs> the right second you it. fall asleep, he's going to be on you. It's like, I see what you're doing. But does he want the murder or does he want the torture? That's what I don't understand. Or both, I, feel like, I, I feel like he'd rather have the torture, but he'll take the murder. <laughs> he'll settle for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, if it's, if it's that or nothing, he's going to murder. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree. Well, what yeah. about Jason? Like, what is his motivation? Like, why is he even after people? And I don't, we don't need to rehash the history of Jason, I, but I think it's important. A little I just bit. feel like it's just Jason sees the irresponsibility of all teens. So he's going to just, he sees a teen and you're in his territory. He's going to get you. 
<laughs> it's no. your home field turf. Yeah, he was pulled out of his territory and like, but like, you know, well, here I am. I might as well do what I do. Look at these teens not paying attention, having sex. Let me get you. How far can he travel? I mean, he walks pretty slow. Is that like a part I, of it? Or did Freddy like drop him in? Like what I, happened? I feel like Jason teleports, you know? You think so? They don't, they don't explicitly say it, but there's, there's, I feel like he can teleport. But when he went to Manhattan, did he go on a boat? You said he went on a boat, right? He, he, he yeah, yeah. It? Like he, he hung on the, the bottom of a boat, man. Yeah. <laughs> like underwater or on the yeah. back? It was like, at first he was underwater. Then he climbed on the boat and started killing on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Which I have a problem with, like him being afraid of water in the Freddy dream sequence. Because yeah. I mean, he's not afraid of water. He he'd rather not be in water, but he'll do it if it, that's what it takes to get where he needs to go. Yeah, that was that was a whole thing, right? The weaknesses, uh, fire versus water. I think the not Brittany Murphy even says it at one point in the movie. Yeah, where she talks about, oh, one is afraid of fire, one is afraid of water. How do we use this? How to could our we advantage? use this? Ugh. Seemed like lazy, in my opinion. Yeah. And, you had Jason walking through the cornfield on fire at that was a great scene. the slowest yeah. possible rate, chasing yeah. the drunk guy and the high guy. And I, you know, in some ways, I don't root for you know death in a movie, but some of those they did not make the people in this likable at all. The, and I think that, that's a difference between the movies. That cornfield scene was pure crowd pleaser. Like it's great. Let's get some kills of some jerks that nobody cares about. Right? It's by design, that, right? Yeah, you think? Yeah. Yep. Definitely. But at the end of the day, Freddie is just out to murder teens who aren't paying attention, mm-hmm. being irresponsible. So it's a common misconception that says that that Freddie doesn't like sex and he's going to kill you if you you're having Jason? sex. Or, or Jason, Jason, I'm sorry. Yeah. So people say, oh, it's a rule. It's like, oh man, if you're having sex, you're dead. It's like he no, smells it's it. <laughs> Yeah. It's not that way. It's just you're not paying attention to him. If you're not, you're not paying attention, he's going to get you. I thought Same he's thing got, with like, the pheromones. No, yeah, he smells <laughs> it smell in here. It. It smells yeah. like sex in here. <laughs> Same thing with like the the drunk guy. If you're the drunk guy in the movie, you're going to get got too because you're not paying attention. Yeah. Or if you're the high guy, you're smoking all the weed. The pothead's going to get got by by Jason. Who's not getting killed by Jason is the person who's paying attention, who is concerned about the murderer on the loose. Which is so why he- not Brady Murphy survived. So he's almost like killing out of spite because it's like, hey, you're not paying attention. I need yeah, to teach you yeah. a lesson. Like the reason that my mom died or the reason that I died is because no one was paying attention, right? Like that's it's a that's this thing. It's a simple plan, right? Yeah. <laughs> and everyone plan. at that rave, everyone at that rave was not paying attention. So is he really such a bad guy when you think about it? He's just trying to protect people, you know? Like he, he wants he's, to- He's not, he's trying to teach him a lesson. He's trying to teach him a lesson in, in, in the, an extreme way. In the hardest way possible. I mean, hey, they weren't paying attention. Either he's going to kill them or someone yeah. else might but, do it. Yeah. But let's be honest. If you're in a Jason situation and you are aware that Jason exists, you're probably going to get away because you're going to be paying attention. That's true. That's true. I'm getting away attention. from Jason because I'm going to pay attention. He's not going to chase me forever. Well, he I, might I, chase me to Manhattan. I don't know. He might. <laughs> well, I mean, we're not that but far only, from Only because the boat went there. He's not going to like hitch a taxi to, to Manhattan to come yeah, get Yeah, he me. wasn't like pulling up Google Maps yeah. saying like, hey, how yeah. do I get to- The to, boat stopped in Manhattan. Let me go to Manhattan. That's where there's a lot of people not paying <laughs> yeah. attention. There's, right. there's a lot of people not yeah. paying attention to Manhattan on their cell phones. Yeah. Like just- <laughs> So if you and I are, are, if you and I are vacationing at Camp Crystal Lake and we realize that Jason's killing a bunch of people there, we're probably just going to get out of there and he's not yeah. going to follow us. But it, do you think like there's always a situation where you're not paying attention to something? Like, right. Yeah. There's, there's, we're all guilty of not paying attention at some point in our life. Maybe yeah, that's but, what we but did. Irresponsibly. Oh yeah, that's true. But like, true. I guess you can make the argument that some of the, the sexy teens didn't know Jason existed until it was too late. That's yeah, possible. That's 
but they're allowing themselves to be distracted. <laughs> like the guy in the bed, especially yeah. where they, they give you the lines, like you even said it, they, they make you hate them. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, babe, don't touch me after. Don't touch like, me after. And then I'm she's not, just got to take a shower. You, I'm not going to ask you twice. Was he ashamed of her? Like, I don't get it. Like, but you're right. He deserved to probably mm. get his, I mean, I don't know that anybody deserves to get their bed flipped in half, but <laughs> maybe that guy kind of did. I don't know. In a horror, yeah. in the context of a horror yeah. movie, he did. Like biggest, he deserved it. Yeah. Biggest alpha male. Yeah. And Kelly Rowland, like they tried to make you hate her, but I like that yeah. she sort of got one last line of, of tough talk before, before yeah, it all at least, ended. At least she got to dress Freddie down. Yeah. So, so who's the worst villain, Freddie or Jason and why? Freddie's the worst villain because he's a child molester. Yeah, I mean that's the lowest of yeah. the low, right? Even yeah. in prison, people know that. Yeah, Freddie kills for, I guess, revenge, right? And pleasure. Or Jason? No, Jason kills for revenge. I'm sorry. Right, right. Freddie, Freddie kills for pleasure, like which that's, is you know, the lowest. Know. Yeah, the sickest. Yeah. <laughs> well, Freddie also kills for revenge, but also for pleasure. It's re- pleasurable revenge. I don't and, think Jason's having fun. That's true. It's Jason's, like an animal. Like he's like an animal. He's like a grizzly bear. He has to. He just has to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like. It's an instinct. Yeah, versus, you're in his way. You're in his way. He's going to get you. It's an instinct versus like a want, a desire, yeah. right? Yeah. Like he's doing right. it out of, just has to do it. So it's like a robot. Yeah. So I, by the way, we almost did Jason X. I want to do that one so bad. I've never seen it. I've seen parts I, of it. I don't know if we want that. I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe we need to. We need to. <laughs> yeah. I don't, look, we, there's not much to this movie. There's not much more we're going to say here. I don't really have anything more else to say about the teens to you because I think no. outside of them interfering with, the title match. It was like, you know, fan interference or something yeah. like that, which I didn't like. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I was not a fan of her being like, I got to see this happen. Now that, that probably was the most realistic thing that anyone's ever said in a movie is because when Freddie and Jason are fighting each other, I got to see this. So like she was like, who does the guy, the guy's trying to like leave. And he's like, she's like, I got to see this. He yeah. Like I, I got to see it. You gotta, you, you yeah, have to yeah. look at this. Look at <laughs> this. This is, this is a spectacle, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I didn't I like her interfering. Yeah. yeah. She shouldn't have let, let him, let him be right. Yeah. Because how do you know that Jason's going to leave you alone at the end? Yeah. Like you don't yeah. know, you don't know the lesser of evils or the, or the greater of evils, but, and was Jason really going to lose without the aid of fire at no. the dock? I don't know. Who knows? I don't, the, I don't know. They were destined to kill each other. They were destined to, to murder each other. It is. It's like Neo versus Agent Smith. Yeah. That's that's kind of what this was. And and mm. I don't know. I feel like fan interference was definitely not it was a violation in my opinion. <laughs> Who do you think should have won this fight? And and I think they make it clear that Freddy's the bad guy in this movie, right? It's not yeah. a question, I mm. think. Yeah. I don't think there's any chance in, in hell that Freddy <laughs> Freddy wins against Jason in the real world and not a dream world. It's just too powerful. There's yeah, no weakness. I, I don't know. I think that the powers of Jason, like the dream world is a mystical world, right? I don't, I yeah. don't know how to say it. It's mystics versus yeah. like pure like, anger like and hatred. The fight they had in the dream world where Freddy was like pinballing him around, like obviously can't do that in the real world. Jason can throw you, uh, you know, onto the roof because he's that powerful. He's got the, the strength. He's got the, he's got the strength. Yes. Like we said, I mean, it's a hard movie to talk about, but maybe the real question that we have to ask is for something that was built up over, you know, 20 plus years, you finally get this. Was the matchup worth it to you? Put yourself in, in 2003. We're sitting on the, on the right side with Jason's, Jason's crew. Was it what you wanted at the time? And yeah. did, did it stand up? Yeah. I think this movie 
did about as well as it could do. Right. It's only, you know, the only movie like this can, can only be so good, you know, theatrically. And I feel like they, they knocked it out of the park. It's not perfect. Obviously it's it's a dumb movie, but it was totally worth it. It was a crowd pleaser, especially at the time where it was like, it was like 10 years in the making or something like that. Yeah. 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 You know, it wasn't too long, but it was long enough where it's like, all right, we're finally doing this. And yeah, it was fun. It was a fun movie. It's a bad movie. Yes. Fun movie. Absolutely. It, Definitely it, worth it. It had a massive body count for, for these types yeah. of movies, right? Yeah. So I think uh, according to the Dead Meat Wiki, shout out to the to the fine folks at the Dead Meat, Dead Meat Wiki. Is that James A. Janice's Dead, we- Dead Meat I Wiki? Think, I think so. Uh, it had 35 kills, including if you want to say that Freddy was, was ultimately decapitated, even though he winks in the end. Yeah, so I don't know yeah. that he's actually dead. But I mean, Jason got stabbed in the heart too, so yeah. they both died. Maybe they both died. What, what was your favorite death of, of all of them? Do you have one? Hmm. I kind of liked, I mean, this, this is also, you know, crowd pleasing kill, you know, mm-hmm. when someone's asking for it, right. Mm-hmm. Is when glow stick guy I, tries I to creep it. on the, on the hat, on hat girl. I knew it. Yes. And that like was gets, mine. gets his comeuppance because like, how dare you? How dare you? And, I, and again, when you're not paying attention and Jason's around, he's going to get you. Yep. I knew so it. So it's like, it's like Jason for the save, even though he killed her. Yeah. She got killed anyway, yeah. but. It, but she was going to die by Freddy anyway. So true. it's like, if you know, you might as well. If you're going to die, you'd rather take the yeah. quick and easy death yeah. versus the nightmarish Which, haunting no, your dreams. No, I don't want to get too, like, this is a, like a you know a touchy topic. But like, <laughs> for that guy yeah. to try a sexual assault covered in glow sticks, the yep. audacity, he deserved Idiot. a worse death than he was got. rolling on Molly, I think, or yeah. something. Glow Whatever. stick, sexual assault, it's like, Put you under the jail like, for the for the audacity. Yeah, what is that guy doing over there? It's yeah. like that's it's it's terrible. Mm-hmm. He de- that was my number one favorite death, and yeah. uh, I I thought for sure, man, that guy should have died. Mm-hmm. I will tell you also, Deputy Stubbs getting electrocuted oh, in the in great. the room. Yeah, like he was trying to help them, but he got like <laughs> collateral damage. We we all thought he was going to be a savior in the yes. movie, and like he died right away as soon as the action started. Yeah, which I really liked. I liked yeah. that one a lot. It was a really, it was a really yeah. like sort of out of left field death where they get you, they trick you. Yeah. So I, f- I forget his name. He's it's like not Jim Brewer. Yeah, not Jim Brewer. <laughs> <laughs> or Jim, Jim Brewer's older, more responsible brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, I don't even remember this guy's name. He's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he's he, in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff. Fam- famously, um, Dead Man on Campus with with uh, with Mark Paul Gosler. Oh man, yeah. that's a great movie. That's a great movie. That yeah. is he, a he was like the nut guy. He's the nutso guy that they try to get to kill himself. That's a great yeah. movie. Yep. Also, uh, honorable mention kill to, to Kelly Rowan, Rowan because because of her like speech slash dress down. To that Freddy. was great. And then Jason was like, "Get out of here! I got I got to kill this guy." That that was great. I really liked her, and I thought she was really good in this. Like we said, she it, right? She she, she was. was really good. I, I thought yeah. she was really good in this, and I don't know. Is she in a lot of other movies? Because I don't really I don't really watch her in stuff. I don't recall. She might have been in stuff that wasn't really like in my wheelhouse, so I don't know. Dude, you know who the other who that guy was in? Also, the deputy Stubbs. His name's Lachlan Monroe, and he was also in White Chicks. Remember that? That's right. That's great right. Movie. Yeah. Yep. Great movie. Uh, Night at the Roxbury. Scary movie. Like he's yep. in a lot of very like comedic type roles. I really like that guy a lot. I think yeah. he's he's pretty funny. And the dude who played the brother the the uh, the brother who died. He's, yes, he's Farkas from. That's right. 
That's right. Christmas story. I that's was like, right. man, this guy looks so yep. familiar. Man, mm-hmm. a lot of that guy's from that thing in this movie. Yep. I mean, I guess that's what you get when you get some horror movies. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, 35 kills. There was some really good ones, man. I thought this was, was really good. Maybe a way to wrap this up, because I think we're at time here, but we talk about was the matchup worth it? Are there any other matchups that you would like to see in a movie? Like this was at a time when everyone was like, oh, they should make a Batman versus Superman movie. Like that didn't exist. And in fact, mm. on IMDb, they were even saying that. Yeah, We did the Halloween extravaganza. So we talked about some of these, but in an actual movie, are there any others that you think that would have been worth it to, to make a movie out of? I don't know. Like people were always doing Alien versus Predator. That was always a thing. And I think, didn't the movie come out in 04? There was. There was a bunch. Like a, a year after this. And, yeah, it was um, like, uh, they had I, a couple of- wasn't it in comics before then? It was, yeah. There was crossovers yeah. and stuff. But I feel like that movie really disappointed. Um, it wasn't it was the, very good. It's one of those movies where you can't see what's going on. Like the That's cuts were too crazy. The perfect way to describe yeah. it. It was, you said it, it was a year later and it was so hard to see. There was in that like temple. Remember that? It, yeah. It was yeah. like weird. Yeah. It's like and I like those. Yeah. Freaking 2000 styles. Like too many cuts, man. Too, too many cuts. It's can't got see, one can't of, see what's going on. That um, movie has one of the ultimate yeah. that guys, Colin Salmon. That Ooh. guy. If you if you know him, you you know him. <laughs> I don't I don't know him. I'd have to see a picture. Um, obviously, I want to see Chucky in more movies. More Chucky, the better. Um, I don't know his matchup though because he's so small. Like I guess I think Freddy's a good matchup with him because of they both shit talk. Yeah. You know, and you know Charles Lee Ray is like kind of similar, not so much on the child molestation side. But kind of just on the ruthless, I'll kill anybody, including a kid. Kind He's of a thing. strangler, not a molester. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> but we, he doesn't strangle anybody. That's he, true. He actually, he does strangle only people. the guy in the car. Really, not as many people. He suffocated them for someone being named the the, the strangler. Lakeshore strangler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, Michael Myers versus Jason is kind of interesting because it's like a, a matchup of like. But I feel like it's kind of like watching two centers in basketball go yeah, one on is. one. It's not where it's, it's like. Yeah, if you have a Shaq play Yao Ming, if we're talking about basketball at this yeah. time, it's like not going to be very compelling because they you don't dribble. See it. They don't dribble that well. They don't shoot that well. They're just going to like try to like grunt, grunt, and back each other down and dunk on each <laughs> other. It's not as compelling as you think it would be. I right? I agree with you. I think that's yeah. a perfect comparison because it's yeah. like you think it's going to be great. Like yeah. who would even win on that? I think Jason would win just because he's actually dead. Yeah. Like Michael mm-hmm. Myers, I know he died a few times, mm-hmm. but he's supposed to be alive. Yeah. Right. But this is, but yeah, Jason versus Freddie was the perfect uh, yin and yang. It's kind of like one guy talks a lot of shit. It's a funny guy. The other guy says nothing. So right. it's like the ultimate, like, you know, black versus white kind of thing. Um, and Freddie versus Michael Myers would be very similar to Freddie versus right. Jason. And it's just, Jason's a little bit better. I feel as far as, yeah. you know, a, a character is concerned. I mean, honestly, growing up, I always used to mix up Michael Myers and Jason because they're so similar of characters. Yeah. I know they're stoic, very different, but stoic guy in a mask with a knife, you know, with, or a, with machete, a machete or whatever versus a knife. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think you said it with Chucky versus Freddy might be too much. It's too like much when you have talking. two fast yeah. talking guys. Like yeah. it would be like, all right, guys, let's mm-hmm. let's cut it. Let's cut it. Yeah, and I I'm not. Sh- right. I'm not sure Chucky falls asleep. Like, no, he is doesn't. he asleep when he goes into doll mode? That was, that's the thing. Like, so is he yeah. recharging and it, I don't there's know. batteries in there, but, but he's no like batteries paying, included. But he's paying attention when he's in doll mode because he can slip in and out of it whenever he wants. So but I don't think Chucky sleeps, let alone Do you dreams. actually think that Charles Lee Ray would be scared by a child no. molester? I don't no. think he would. I think he no. would laugh at him. Like, yeah. I think it would be, I don't think Freddie would have any powers against but, him. But at the same time, I feel like Freddie would know how to handle a doll. 
I think, you know what they would do? I can write this movie already. I already thought yeah. of it. Okay. So he would come, Freddie would come and assist Chucky in getting into Andy. <laughs> yes. So that he goes into a child. Yes. And then he could haunt his dreams because he's sort of like uh, mixed with a child of, mm-hmm. you know, even though we said if, if Charles Lee Ray was in Andy, he's an yeah. old man still in be a child's Charles body. Lee Ray. Yeah, right. But I think that that's the only way that that mm-hmm. could work. So yeah. similar to how he thinks, oh, I'm going to use this guy to get him. I think yeah. he would use mm-hmm. Chucky to try to get the children. And I then see. he would go in, to, like assist him into getting into Andy, and then he'd have to go after him. That's the I only way that could work. I don't hate it. I got to tell you, I don't hate it's it. The only way. It's the only yeah. way. I don't know, man. I'm I'm curious if our listeners have any other dream matchups because it's hard to think of these. Like you think, like you said, I think the Yao Ming versus Shaq one's the best. Like you yeah. think you want to see something, but it probably won't work. Yeah. And um, people didn't like Batman versus Superman. They saw mm-hmm. that. They didn't like it. You know, yeah. it was done a certain way. Probably didn't mm-hmm. need to see it. Dark yeah. Knight Returns already did it. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Let us let us know. The last row podcast at gmail gmail.com. Send us a tweet or wherever you want to hit us up on the socials at the last row pod. Let us know what your dream matchups are. Did you guys think this was worth it? Because I, I think you nailed it, by the way. This is not a good movie, but I liked it. And I don't know that they they needed to make another one. I don't know if they need a sequel to this. I think they, nah. they've done it. It's it's kind of done. We've done it. It's been done. In this podcast, so, we've done yeah, it. We're done. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we'll be back in two weeks on November 2nd, 2023. Check out our Halloween extravaganza. We put it in the in the show notes. If you haven't listened to it, it's sort of a bonus for you guys. Check it out. Listen to it in a couple parts. And if you enjoyed this show or you enjoy our show in general, head out to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and leave us a five-star review. Otherwise, Freddy's coming for you in your dreams. He's going to read your Zanga and he's going to come after you. He's going to learn everything about you. (laughs) And on that note, we'll see you guys on November 2nd. Happy Halloween, everybody. Enjoy the spooky season and we'll see you guys in two weeks. (laughs) Do you think it was was worth it for that guy that he died, but he got slapped up in the bed? But... A better, what better time to die after? I mean, like, yeah, I mean, you're relaxed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you got one, you know, you gotta do this before we die. You went out with a man. You did it.